ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time for What Do You Call It Podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of What Do You Call It Podcast. I'm your host, GB, and the reason that I did that today is today's guest is an ex-pro boxer, a current pro wrestler, and one half of Born Ready with Rick Marcus. How you doing today? Wait, wait, wait for it. RPD. Oh, God, you got it right. RP Davis. Right. We had a little chit-chat before recording, uh, but we will go into detail why. But uh, how you doing today, mate? You all good? I am, man. Okay. Thank, thank you for having me on. I really, really appreciate it. That's really cool, man. Appreciate, I appreciate you coming on, man. Been keeping an eye on you for a while now, as I said. Um, you're making a big name for yourself. Uh, before we do go back to the beginning, I'm actually going to kickstart this show by talking about, uh, I've got to ask, how was it to make your TNT Extreme Wrestling debut one of the hottest companies in the UK for wrestling right now? It was awesome. Yeah, really, really good. I mean, obviously, I've, I've known about TNT for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know company in the UK and uh kind of decided over lockdown that I'm, I'm going to try and really make a, a go of this wrestling when when it came back, if it came back. Um, yeah. And that's what I've gone about doing. You know, I've, I've really tried to get myself out there and um, and go to, to companies that I feel like I can, I can kind of uh, flourish and grow in. And uh, TNT is definitely one of them. That's good, man. I mean, I'm from the South, but TNT Extreme Wrestling is a company that I'm fully aware of. I've had guests in that company on the show and that basically yeah. make, I mean, they've been around for years, but I mean, f- yeah. now that we're taking the notes of them and I'm going to have to get up there and watch some wrestling and hopefully I'll get to see oh, you yeah. guys as well. <laughs> but that'd I'd be love, sweet, I'd, man. Love, I'd love you to come through. Well, the, the guy who runs it, Jay, um, he's, he's, a, he's a lovely fella. Mm. And uh, uh, like I said, I got speaking to him over lockdown and everything, and uh, yeah, just just an opportunity came up, and uh, I jumped on it, and um, hopefully it's the start of big things there. Uh, definitely, man. It's, it's going to be. It's only just the beginning. So, let's rewind the clocks a little bit. I've got to ask, what got you into wrestling, and was it your first sport? Because I said at the beginning, ex-pro boxer, but was it your first sport, or was boxing? Um, my first sport was probably, if when I look back, it was probably wrestling. Uh, mm-hmm. Wrestling on my on my primary school field at dinner times was uh, was totally <laughs> the first. Uh, I grew up in like you know the Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, Macho Man, Randy Savage sort of era as a child, and I had yeah. all them all them old WWF t- uh, figures. If you remember, oh, the Hasbro's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and stuff like that. And then obviously, as I grew up, um, the Attitude Era started to come in. So when mm. I was like. 10, 9, 10, 11, them sort of ages, that was when Stone Cold Steve Austin came on the scene. And he was kind of um, a bit of a cultural phenomenon, wasn't he, really? You know, not, not just America, right? An icon. An absolute yeah. icon. You know, it was on, I remember I remember even, like, being on, watching, like, the the general news, the, the news on, on TV, and being mm. uh, a Austin and Tyson fighting on it, you know, and, and it was obviously this idea of what, that they generally had a fight live on TV. Mm. So, yeah, it was good, time, good times to be a wrestling Did fan. you not feel good during the Attitude Era, by the way, to be a wrestling fan before oh, yeah. it blew up? So you saw, you knew the ins and the outs already, but then you had your yeah. friends, the casual friends, were like, were they going up to you, like, asking, like, oh, who's this? And sort of that, asking for your knowledge about it. Yeah, I mean, I mean, 
like I say, when I was a kid, during the Attitude Era, I was a mm. kid, and, and obviously I was I was suspended in disbelief a little bit as well. I again, I remember watching Taker throw Mankind off the cell. Mm. Uh, I was up live, mum and dad's house downstairs watching that on live TV, and I remember genuinely thinking something had gone wrong, or, or that you know they, they generally decided to have a, a, a real fight in the middle of it all. Um, and again, these are just great memories. Great memories of me as being a wrestling fan growing up. Yeah. Uh, obviously, as I grew up, I then realised more wrestling is. Um, but but it, I'll be honest with you, it never dampened my, my love for it. In fact, it probably made me like it more because I understood it more and understood the kind of understood the art of it more, which which was more impressive to me, you know, as as, as an adult man. Mm. Quite similar to me, to be fair. Like it didn't change my love for it. And that just made me want to learn more, you know, the fact that I want to, how they do it, that sort of thing, and maybe respect them more. Definitely, it's even more interesting. I mean, obviously, I grew up in a a, a very boxing-orientated house. My dad was a boxer, my dad was a boxer, Mm -hmm. and they weren't into wrestling at all. Um, But but I always was, I always was. And then they kind of like... I, I would never say they tried to put me off it. They quite enjoyed the fact I liked it, but uh, it was just never for them. It was just never for them. And, uh, yeah, I, as I grew up, the, the options to become a professional wrestler when I was a, a kid seemed to be very, very low or, or minimal at, at very best where I was from. Um, and, and I went down the road with Boxer because that was more uh, accessible for me. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of boxing gyms in my town. Um, there's a lot of boxers that come from Blackpool and a lot of boxers that continue to come from Blackpool. And uh, with my history, with my, my dad and my granddad, that's how I got into it. And uh, yeah, I loved it. And I, and, I, and I still to this day love boxing. Boxing mm. is, uh, you know, my, my passion or one of my passions. Um, it just so happens that I've been lucky enough to do both, you know, to mm. both my passions. Because you actually have a gym with your dad, a boxing gym, yeah. don't you? That which yeah, is yeah. yeah, it's awesome. Whilst you're still doing wrestling as well, so you're literally yeah, yeah. it's the both worlds. So you're not really missing out at the same time, which is pretty. No, obvious, no, pretty no. Awesome. I'm, I'm still very much involved in the boxing. Um, yeah, like I say, when I when I was fighting, uh, when I when I turned pro, I needed a, a place to train um, where I could give myself more time. And um, me and my dad built a gym for me to, to just literally work out to 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 be a, a professional fighter. Um, but obviously, with everything that happened, you know, you need you need to make money as well, and you have to you have to yeah. earn. And so, I also did my PT courses and everything, and we ended up running a, a full business from the from the gym while alongside professional boxing career. And then, obviously, as time went on, um, I ended up retiring from pro boxing um, yeah. due to a, a little technical that I had. Um, uh, but that, as I say, my love for boxing never stopped. So, so I carried on teaching people and teaching kids and teaching adults and teaching mm. women and everybody, everybody I could, uh, because it's a big passion of mine, and I, and I honestly believe that it it's something that can help everybody, um, even if it's not to box, you know, just for self defence or confidence or anything like that. Um, you know, I've I've got a lot out of that. So, mm. yeah, I love working from the gym. I love working alongside my old man, uh, who's like my hero, and uh, yeah. Yeah, the, the fact that I also get to uh, be a professional wrestler on the side as well is yeah. just a bonus. A very good added bonus. Nah, sweet, man. Um, I'm not going to ask anyone question about boxing because I'm a casual fan. I, I only watch the big fights. So I'm not going to pretend, oh, yeah, I know about yeah. this. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> and I'm um, imagine you deal with them loads. Oh. I just want to ask, um, as you have, I think you pretty much just answered one of the questions. I'm going to ask you to watch it. But I want to know your current thoughts on boxing and who are some of your favourite fighters in the game today? Um, well, 
my current thoughts on boxing at the minute, I think it's going through a bit of a bad time, if I'm being honest. Um, mm-hmm. Money money really come to the fold um, in terms of fighters are now fighting mostly for money and they're not really fighting best anymore. I don't think that they're doing it more of what fight can bring the most money in, which I can understand from a business standpoint, but from um, a boxing fan who grew up watching you know, Evander Olafield and Mike Tyson and Lennox Lewis and Oscar De La Roya and all these great, great fighters who, who fought everybody around them. Um, to see guys like, for instance now, the, the obvious one is uh, Anthony Joshua and, um, and Tyson Fury. You know, why that fight never got made, I don't know. Well, I do know money was the reason it didn't get made because they were trying to build it so that they ended up having a couple of fights each, making more money and then fighting each other. But as, as, as always, when things like this happen, uh, we've lost that fight now because Joshua has just lost recently. Um, and that's not, they can, never, they can never fight again. But the shine has been taken off the fight, you know? Oh, big time. Uh, yeah. It, it, it's the, before it was a real, you know, pick and fight, a 50 55. Now everyone will expect Tyson Fury to win. Um, it doesn't always work like that in boxing, but I, I would highly think he probably would as well. Mm. Um, and, and and like I say, you know, that's their own fault. That is their own fault for, for, for dilly-dallying and waiting too long to make the fight when, when the fight was there to be made. So, yeah, in terms of boxing at the minute, mate, I'm, I'm a little bit I'm a little bit disappointed in it because um, the, the sport I grew up loving um, seems to have sold its soul a little bit at the minute. And mm. hopefully that isn't for while money talks and while, you know, TV deals and all that is, is the prime you know, the prime um, motivation for, for the majority of fighters. I think that's the way it will continue. Um, but in terms of who are my favourite fighters nowadays, uh, there, there are, of course, some still some great fighters. Um, I'm a big fan of um, Terence Crawford, uh, Terence Bud Crawford. Um, huge fan. Well, I'm a huge, huge fan of um, guys a little bit before... Uh, the modern day fighter so, so as I said before Evander Holofield James mm. Tony and um, these old school fighters that, that's who I grew up watching how do you feel and, about Holyfield by the way when he still do it like at his age like still wants uh, to do boxing because <laughs> uh, Evander was my hero growing up as well him him and Stone Cold they lost him weirdly at the same time but uh, oh, nice. <laughs> Evander that recently I think it was about two weeks ago and he, he's 60 60 year old now he's like 59 60 year old and he got beat by uh, a UFC guy um, in a round. Um, but but how how he's been allowed to fight? How it's, how that's it's tragic. It, but... but again, it talks about it talks about money, right. and of course, of course, people want to still see him. Then you know, he should he should be people stopping that happening. But you know that that'll never count to Vander Olafield's legacy. Mm. He, he's one of the greatest fighters ever lived and in his pump would have destroyed the guy he beat him. But, you know, that that's just the way it was. That's the way it was. Nah, sweet, man. I was glad to get your sort of take on the current fighters and, you know, modern day boxing as well. Because, obviously, I'm a casual fan and a lot of my friends are casual fans. But one thing that did still that, that stand out to me, what you just said about the boxing, it's always good, just like mentally as well. Like, it actually, one of my friends has openly said it's one of the best things he's ever done because he's a semi-pro and it's sort of, it's changed his life. Yeah. So... If anyone's listening yeah. and you're interested in getting into it, I mean, don't take it from me. I'm not a boxer. I'm a podcaster, a lazy one. But yeah. Um, but obviously, my guest, obviously, he will follow him on social media as well. As well. But it's not the end. I just had to ask about boxing. Um, I, I'm a no, fan. No, of, course. Yeah. Well, no, of course. Um, just well, last bit. The boxing, oh, sorry, mate. Boxing is very relevant. The boxing is mm. very relevant because obviously, uh, 
every everything that good in my life has mm-hmm. come from uh, has come from that sport boxing, including professional wrestling now. And you know, even now, my gimmick, everything about me is still rooted deeply in that boxing background and and whatnot. And so, you know, it's given me my character. It's given me who I'm meant to be as a professional wrestler. Um, and and you know, without it, I probably wouldn't have been a professional wrestler. So so yeah, I'm. I'm I'll never regret. I'll never regret mm. the boxing. It's some of the best times of my life, and and has given me some of the best times in my life as well. You know, afterwards. Yeah. I like I like that, that you remain positive, and you know, you, you still love it as well. And I've noticed well, boxing and wrestling back in time, like it literally still has like a strong relationship. Muhammad Ali, you know, wrestling Anoki, Mike Tyson involved with Austin yeah. and Shawn Michaels and Floyd Mayweather and Big Show. The list goes on. Like, it's, there's that strong relationship, and I think that's. Why did you find yourself your transition from boxing to wrestling quite easy? Uh, well, no, no, I didn't. <laughs> no, if I'm being honest, I find it really hard, really fucking hard. But um, yeah, no, what, what, uh, I mean, as I say, I was always a massive wrestling fan, I've always been a huge wrestling fan. Yeah. And uh, when I was boxing, I always used to come to the ring to wrestle as entrance themes, that was like my little to it, you know. Uh, it was more fun to gang to get a pop out of my friends more than anything who were also wrestling. <laughs> but um, yeah, like I say, when the opportunity came, I got approached by a good friend of mine called Johnny Bannigan um, after I retired from boxing. And yep. uh, he runs a, a company out of Wigan uh, called Grand Pro Wrestling that's been established for a very, very long time. Um, he's got a lot of history and is a fantastic company. And he got in touch with me and said, Ryan, would you be interested in possibly doing a bit of wrestling? And I, I, I smirked at him when he said it because I thought, what? Johnny, I've been retired for a year. What are we talking about? He said, no, no, you know, I'm just thinking of little things we could do. And uh, obviously with your background and everything, um, it's something I, I could I could put in place. So I'll be honest, at the time, I did think it would become kind of like a one thing, one match thing and I'd be done. Yeah. Um, you know, I just thought it'd be a new challenge for me, something to sink my teeth in after being retired for a year. And I, and I had missed life as an athlete. Um, and so I kind of fully immersed myself into it. And um, in no way did everything be easy, but I thought it'd be easier than it than, than it was, to be honest. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I've had more injuries in the last two years than I did in the previous 15 of boxing before it. So, yeah. Really? It's, Fucking yeah, hell. Yeah, it's different. <laughs> different sort of sport you know like yeah. you know boxing obviously you're getting hit and you you, you know you're getting hurt if, you, if you're not careful but but in terms of injuries maybe the worst i had was a you know a few bruised knuckles and and a, a broken nose a couple of times but with wrestling there's so much to it and there's so mm. there's so many um there's so many things that could possibly go wrong if you're not if you're not completely on the ball you yeah. know and you got to obviously think of your neck and, and you can injure every part of your body, but there's, 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 there's so many risks involved. And that's why I, I and I always say it, you know, um, I have total respect for pro wrestlers because it's a dangerous sport. It is a dangerous sport. And I know, you know, it gets a bad rap and people say things in regards to the fact that it's, it's predetermined or whatnot, you know, mm. and we all know that, but the it's risk- when they say it's fake, that I'm only a fan and that pisses me off. Like, yeah, well, the thing is, the people who say it's fake have never taken a bump in their life, and they've never they've never took a risk, you know, in a yeah. in a, in a rest. I understand it, it's it's it, it's different in something competitive in terms of like boxing or MMA or something like that. Of course, it is. 
Yeah. But the risks that these men and women take are ridiculous, and and they're putting a lot on the line all the time just for the entertainment of the you know the paying public, and for that alone they deserve you know massive respect. But they certainly have my respect anyway. And the more I've done it, the more respect I've given because I realise how hard it is and and how dangerous some of this you know some of this shit is. Yeah, no, I respect that. I remember you did an interview and you said about, you saw some people saying in the comments and it pissed you off and you had to do like an essay just to point out like what it is that people do in terms of the sacrifice and it's their body that they put in the line for the entertainment yeah. of the fans. Yeah. You know, and I think people do yeah, generally forget that. I've come across through pro wrestling. Um, like I said, I've been involved in sport for, God, 15, 15 years now, mm-hmm. you know, Um some of the best athletes I've ever come across are from professional wrestling. So that says its own story. You know, that says its own story. I've only been involved in wrestling for the last three three years and, and then I've come across some of the best athletes I've ever known through through this sport. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's a different thing. Of course it is, but, but, but certainly no less dangerous in its own way. That's sweet, man. As you have mentioned about your training, and there's an article that stood out to me and I've got to mention it because he is a wrestling legend. Not just in this country, but just in general. You know, I'm going to talk about William Regal. Yeah. How's it to train yeah. with uh, William Regal? Because I think you both really click straight away because you're both from Blackpool. Um, yeah, you know, which is awesome. Well, I mean that that was just a really surreal, uh, real surreal moment for me because obviously, I, as I say, I, I grew up during that era, and uh, there was always an affinity to, to William Regal because he was built from Blackpool, and um, you know. Growing up, that that absolutely amazed me that there was a guy from my town that had got to the the big stage of the, the you know the WWE, um, and what happened was after I'd started having very very early on in my career, I'd had about three or four matches um, in professional wrestling. Now we're talking mm-hmm. um, NXT came to to Blackpool for a takeover event, and uh, just by chance, one of the trainers, one of my ex trainers. Um, when I when I was fighting, said to me, "I'm good friends with with Mr. Regal," and I said, oh, "Well, that's amazing." He went, "Would you like him to come to your gym?" I said, "Can I? I'd love to ask him to come to the gym." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, be big fan. So he said, "Yeah, well, we'll get him down, and you know, we'll get the uh, the local paper in, and he good promotion for your gym and everything, and you know, whatever." So that was it. And so I showed up to the, the gym that day, and uh, I honestly thought it was just going to be like kind of a photo opportunity thing you know he's going to come in you know get a few pictures of him in my gym in boxing gym maybe shake hands and that'd be it but uh, mm-hmm. as soon as he come in he said to me I believe you do a little bit of wrestling and I said yeah yeah I do a little bit of wrestling I couldn't believe he knew to be honest uh, he, he said well, let's jump in and let's see what you can do so <laughs> all of a sudden I'm in a headlock by William Regal in the yeah. boxing ring and I'm you know I'm thinking what is going on you know um, and I'll be honest with you, I was a little bit starstruck by it all because it, it came so out of the blue. Yeah. And um, I didn't, I did, you know, because because I only just met him, I didn't know what, didn't know I have to go, do I do, do I go hard here? Do I go really soft? You know, what 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 do, I, what do I do? But he was absolutely lovely, a, a proper, proper gentleman. Uh, he showed me some, you know, really cool stuff and everything. And uh, mm. he spent about half an hour going over things. Um, and I'm lucky enough to say that he, he, he's stayed in contact with me. Um, ever since that time, um, we still talk quite regularly, you know, via email and whatnot. And uh, he's just a generally good bloke, and, and certainly someone uh, he's very, very good to have on my mm. side. He helped me, you know, whenever I have a match or whatever, he, he watches over it and 
you know, kind of speaks it and tells me how I can get better. And, uh, you know, I, I'm just very lucky to have him as part of, part of things, really. That's wicked, man. Like, I'm really yeah, just like, I'm grinning because I, I love Regal. I met him as a fan. But for you to have yeah. that experience, for him to, t- you yeah. know, to, to have an eye out on you and to keep in contact, keep your feedback and just to get in the ring with him, that's so awesome, I man. Can't, I, can't say, I can't say enough good things about him. He's just a yeah. genuinely lovely, lovely fella. A lovely fella. And uh, yeah, just very lucky to have met him. And um, and, and, and thankfully, yeah, he, he, must, he must half like me because he still talks to me. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Things are good. That's that's sweet, man. Has he talked to you about his own fighting as well? Because I know he used to do that. Was yeah. it down Blackpool? Yeah, yeah. He told me everything. I mean, that obviously he 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 had matches on uh, our peers and our uh, you know our Blackpool Tower and whatnot. And that's kind of that's why he has such an affinity with Blackpool. I think that's where he kind of got his start. Yeah. Um, and if you look on like his Twitter and everything, he still promotes attractions that are happening in Blackpool every every weekend and stuff like that. You know, and I think that's a really nice touch. I think that's a really nice touch. But but that again says more about him as a man and what sort of man he is. Yeah. Uh, to do that sort of stuff, you know. But yeah, just a just a just a cracking fella. Nah, he's great. You don't hear anything bad about him. I, I actually want to go just a little bit back to your debut. Uh, when is oh. it that you made your official debut, and how did you think it went? Um, I made my debut. Um, let me think now, because all the years are mixed up with this with this COVID thing, isn't it? No one knows where we are. Oh, die, man! That's that's horrible. I, I believe it was two thousand and nineteen. Yeah, it was two thousand nineteen. I made my debut, um, and it, it started there. Then um, the way we got into the storyline of it all is I was in the crowd as a as a fan, which which, which I'd been before. Um, and an open challenge in the from the wrestler come out. Is anyone in the crowd who wants to fight? No one took it up, and then he spotted me in the crowd, and then it went from there. The Ex pro boxer, and I ended up getting dragged into the ring and battered by three wrestlers, and then and then it it, it led on to a feud from there, which I ended up wrestling the main the main member of that group who was called Mickey Barnes, um, and we had a match. We had a match a couple of months later, um, and. You know what? I, I believe you can get that match up on YouTube somewhere. For my first ever match, for my first ever match, I look back now, obviously, I like to think I've improved a lot since that time. But for my first ever match, I still think it ha- it stands up a little bit. You know, I, I, it was the most important thing for me, even to this day, is do the crowd enjoy the, do, you know, do they enjoy uh, my match? Do, 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 they, do, they, do they leave and have, have liked that experience? And if they have done that, no matter how I felt I did in that, if they if I leave and 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 I know that they've really mm. you know cheered right behind it, I, I can't say I ever see it as a failure because that's kind of the point, isn't it, of wrestling? It's to make the fans happy, you know. Um, and so my first match definitely did that. You know, the, mm. we we the crowd went absolutely berserk, and that was probably because obviously a lot of them were friends fans of me as a boxer and whatnot. But um, yeah, I I if I don't want to critique myself, but but for a first time, I thought it was a pretty decent, pretty decent effort, to be honest. No, that's sweet, man. And it's cool that you had your friends and family there as well. They turned out, they actually turned out to be like the biggest like fans and proper get into yeah. it more than the actual wrestling fans. Yeah, 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 yeah. 100%. 100%. Because that was it. I mean, the transition um, of my fans as well has been, has been quite, a, quite a ride because they've gone from watching me fight for, you know, boxing, um, fighting as a boxer to pro wrestling, which as we know is very, very different worlds. But I've yeah. got to say, 
I've been very blessed because a lot of my people have, have just kind of jumped over and, and really got into the wrestling because I think they've understood I think they've understood what, what wrestling is, you know, mm. when they've actually got there and experienced it for themselves and they understand how, you know, how, how good it is for the kids and, and the stories that are being told and how there are, you know, there are a lot of good things that can be done through wrestling if done in the right way, you know, and, yeah. and um, I, I, like, I like to think that a lot of, you know, a lot of the messages that I certainly did for my first few matches were about kind of anti-bullying. That was the, the storyline we kind of got behind. Um and how this group of bullies had just picked on the wrong person and he kind of fought back. And and I thought that was dead important, especially for the like, you know, the younger fans uh, who were coming to watch me. Yeah. You know, because uh, obviously they can't differentiate the di- you know the difference between between wrestling and, and, and real life as much. Um, and that's maybe a good thing because because it's nice to, to have these sort of stories that that show them that, you know, you bullies and that can't be tolerated and there's gotta be a way of uh, of overturning things. I have heard that from a few UK wrestlers that they actually prefer doing like family shows because they are more invested yeah. into it. So you don't have to worry yeah. about someone trying to find the inside knowledge or writing a match oh, no. out of five. You know, no. they just want no, no. to watch wrestling and get involved. And your story you said was quite important, especially as a young kid. You know, they probably might be experiencing that themselves. Yeah, 100%. I mean, I mean, like I say, I, I, I never say never to, to anything. And, yeah. um, would I ever do an over the show? Of course I would. You know, if if it, if it was right and, and the the story fit and 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 I was interested in doing it, of course I would do it. But if I'm being completely honest, for for me, it's the family shows that I I aim myself more at because where I come from um, as a wrestling fan was was that kid. I was that, hmm. and so as it means something to me to feel like you're making a difference you know, a little bit to the, to these kids and then, you know, make, giving them someone to look up to, I think that's important. Yeah. And um, yeah, if, I'm, if I'm being completely honest, you know, I, I kind of prefer doing the, the the family shows because I just think we can tell really good stories that actually make a, a difference to their lives, you know. Yeah, man, I respect that. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to get like my nephew into wrestling so I can take him, just so I can get back into the shows, as opposed to like watching shows with my mates and probably yeah. getting into it and having beers and stuff. But you know, let's like, oh, let's feel like a kid again. <laughs> well, the, the thing is as well with the with the, with the, the family show, you know. Um, yeah. Depending, obviously, it depends on the promotion, but just because it's a family show doesn't mean it, it can't be for all ages either. You know, like yeah. you know. A lot of the shows I, of course, they appeal. They do appeal to kids. They do, but you know, a lot of my friends who don't have kids come and watch, and they love them because because the, the story is still the same. Yeah. It's just you know we're just not uh, doing any of the you know the extreme stuff, which which is more for the the you know the more the adult orientated um, crowd. But you still like a good wrestling as well. Lot, lot, well, I, I certainly some of the shows I've been on, I. I wrestled alongside or certainly on the same show some of in my opinion the best wrestlers in the country mm. so you know I'd, I'd be very happy with it with the standard of wrestlers that i've been you know be either against or, or even just appeared alongside you know i feel very honored to be able to on shows with, with people as good as that now oh, sweet man sweet 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 one thing i've noticed is um that you actually recently signed a multi-fight deal with wrestle island i've got to ask what made you sign yeah. with them a comp- another company, even though I think they're more up north, a company that I recognise and I've heard you know some buzz about. But what made you sign? Yeah. 
Um, Wrestle Island. I mean, there were, there were numerous reasons uh, why, why I signed Wrestle Island. Um, I, I, first of all, I thought they had a good roster. I thought they had there were some names on that roster that I would love to wrestle, and and I think storyline wise, it would make a lot of sense with my background and and and, and theirs. Um, and I'm sure into the future I'll get the chance to wrestle some of these without without naming names. Um, but the, the main reason, if I'm being honest, it kind of follows on from what you just said, Dan. Uh, it's it's the fans. The fan the fans made me want to go and wrestle at Wrestle Island because over the lockdown period, I'd kind of listened and I'd I'd um, I'd seen as well, you know, via their you know their their streaming services and whatnot of uh, their previous shows. Um, and this kind of the social media presence that they had, I saw how passionate uh, their their fans were for yeah. for their for their shows and their stories, and 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 that straight away brings me in because I think you know that that's how you that's how I get that buzz out of wrestling when the crowd are completely into it and they love it, um, and so so straight away that was a, that was a massive kind of um, siren for me to, to that's a place I need to be looking at, but. When I actually looked into Wrestle Island, the other reason that, that and one of the main reasons that, that really stood out to me was the sort of the passion that, that Wrestle Island as a company had for for its for its people or or its fans as well. So it wasn't yeah. one sided. Um, you know, I saw that they did a lot of work in their local community and they were doing a lot of charity stuff and stuff. And and again, you know, I'm 34 now. Um, wrestling is is a it's an avenue for me now that I can try and do good things as well while I enjoy myself and while I get to live out this little dream for as long as I can and ride the wave for as long as I can. I also want to be able to do things that I can be proud of. And, you know, Wrestle Island is definitely an area um, and a place that I, I know that I'm going to have the opportunity to do things that can actually make difference to people rather than, rather than just the show, which, which is great. I can also do stuff away from that, and um, that can that can really help the local communities and stuff. And so, yeah, Wrestle Island was a was a big draw to me because I I wanted to be a part of that and I wanted to help out. Yeah, awesome, man. And that's why I like your social media as well, especially your Instagram. You know, just it's always positive and for the community and stuff that I've seen. You know, just I you know, always try and give it a like as well. But I respect that. Thank I respect you. that. So that's well. I, you know, I mean, each their own, mate. But but. You know the world's hard enough, isn't it? The world's hard enough, and as as we saw, uh, everything can change very quickly. So you know what? We should we should all be in it to help each other out. That's 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 you know we're we're all uh, human race in general. Always better when we're together. So you know we should we should try and do things to. It's nice to be nice, and it's nice to do things that actually you know isn't just for yourself all the time. And and uh, I'm a big believer in that. I do that through my gym. I do that through my boxing gym. Uh, I try and do as much for charity as I can, and, and obviously yeah. now I'm in wrestling. Now I'm involved in uh, professional wrestling. I try and use that as an avenue as well to to, to do good again, and that that's it really. Yeah, I respect that, man. I do wish people, more people, had that mentality. But uh, you know, if, if people don't want to change, they want to change. But but those that are accepting, then just, you know, help them out yeah. really if you can. Um, as I just mentioned about Wrestle Island, I actually want to talk about your tag team partner because I mentioned that the beginning yeah. you are one half of born ready uh with the cumbrian outlaw yeah marcus i want to ask you how is he yeah. as a tag team partner rick rick's just one of the he's just 
a top, top guy, a top guy. Um, I got to know Rick uh, over lockdown. I got him to know him over lockdown. I'd, I'd met him on other shows, actually, before before uh, the lockdown. Uh, but mm. we hadn't really spoke. We kind of shook hands. But, you know, wrestling, wrestling, you don't always get to, to know everybody straight away. Um, but anyway, we, we, we joined uh, this this course, this uh, training course, like a, a physique building course um, by an ex-wrestler called Nush. Um, it's, you might have seen it on my social media called the 36 Week Physique. Uh, and quite a lot of, especially in the northwest of England, were involved in it. So we jumped on that and we kind of bonded straight away. Uh, when we went to like live seminars and stuff like that, we, we, we trained together. Uh, and we, we just were of a similar age. And do we have the same sort of thoughts in regards to what we think wrestling, you know, should be or could be um, and, and how we can kind of give back through wrestling kind of thing, you know. Um, so anyway, yeah, we just we just really bonded, and uh, he, he's a top top fella. My sort, my sort of guy, you know, just just straight talking, straight to the point, not no bullshit, and uh, that's that's how I like it. And um, yeah, he, he's just a top man. And what happened with Rick is we got talking, and um, we decided we'd, we'd try a little run as a tag team as well when things come back and see how that goes. Um, and to this day, we still haven't actually had a wrestler officially. We've never had a, a wrestling match as a tag team yet. But yeah. the social media absolutely blew up when we started talking about it. Um, and so, yeah, hundred percent. When the opportunity comes, and I, 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 it won't be long now. I think I think we've got our first match together within the next month, actually, uh, as as a team. Mm. Um, yeah, I, you know, it's something that I want to pursue. You know, because. Because again, it's something different for me. There's that many promotions. It doesn't mean we have to be a tag team in every promotion we're in. Mm. You know, it's just you could even fight it, each other. You know, yeah, <laughs> could be well, on opposite sides. Happened, you know, <laughs> as it happens, I'm wrestling Rick on Saturday. I'm wrestling Rick this Saturday coming up. Um, one it for um, not TNT, but the owner Jay, who I told you about, he's got another company called Superstar Pro Wrestling. Uh, yeah, and I'm making my debut for that next Saturday, and they put me against Rick. So. That should be interesting in itself, yeah. That should oh, be interesting. Sweet, man. How many yeah. companies does Jay have? Like, I've heard that company as well. I think he's Studio Comptain. Yeah, he's got it too. Yeah, he, he does all right. <laughs> oh, man, he's got to North, man. I, just, I, I, will be, I will do it. I've met, I've told Mike yeah. and I've told Stu, like Mike Angus, the announcer. Um, yeah, I've had him yeah. on the podcast. He's a good lad. Top guy, Mike. Top guy. No, I really like yeah. Mike. He's, um, he's pretty cool. So as we are coming to the end, uh, I want to ask, who do you enjoy working with in the ring so far the most? Oh, so far, I'm going to illustrate. I'm going to make that as a key point because we're still quite early in the career. But who have been some of your favourite opponents to work with so far? So who who have I enjoyed wrestling the most so far? Is that, is that yeah. the question? Yeah. Um, God. Um, I worded that really badly. That's my fault. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, I mean, I've, I've wrestled some really good, some wrestled some really, really good wrestlers now. Um, obviously, there was Mickey Barnes, who was my debut. That that's still special to me because it was my first match. And Is that the uh, match that ended with the Superman punch. No, no, that was that was my most recent one. That was a recent one, wasn't it? I was, I was thinking like. Yeah, that that was against Scotty Rourke, and that was my and and that's got a special place in my heart as well because that was the first match back from after lockdown, and they, you know there was a long time there where we didn't know where wrestling was coming back, and we came back at, uh, in Morecambe for a company called Odyssey that I I adore, and mm. um, you know I don't know if you've ever been you've never been to Morecambe, but if you no. do 
come to Northwest Wrestling, or if you ever come to North, make sure you go to a Morecambe show because what I'm telling you, the fans are crazy there. They are crazy. <laughs> they live it, and and it's amazing. It's amazing. And uh, yeah, me and Scotty had a match there, and the crowd were just phenomenal, phenomenal. And uh, yeah, it was awesome. So so that 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 was one of my favourite matches I've ever done because mm. because of the crowd, you know. Uh, but it, but again, you know. Mickey Barnes was, was a huge one for me. Um, I've wrestled alongside the Young Guns. Um, I've, res- I've, re- I've wrestled a lot of really good guys, and I, I'll probably be doing a disservice by not mentioning them. But, but the, 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 the truth is, you know, it's um, that's the past. And, 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 and although I've loved it, it's all about the future now. And, I, and it's the people who I, who I want to wrestle and who I can wrestle going forward. Um, I think that's going to be really, really special. As we have mentioned, um, you, know, you signing with um, Wrestle Island and making a debut for TNT Extreme and your tag team partner yeah. who you're looking forward to dominating the tag team division with. Uh, what, is, yeah. what else is next for the natural born fighter? I've got to ask. Um, I don't know. I, I, that, that's, 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 that's the easy answer to that. I don't know. Like yeah. uh, This whole thing, this whole thing um, it started as a way to start to build and, and I feel like it just just keeps building it just keeps building and when lockdown come i thought that's it you know probably that at my age and everything like now maybe 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 this is the sign of that's the end of it but it just seemed to boom even further with via social media and whatnot over the lockdown period and since i've come back it's absolutely exploded mm. and i'm not complaining it's amazing like like i say this wrestle island this odyssey um this tnt which is amazing mm. uh, people are hungry fun. for wrestling we've missed like yeah. literally nearly 18 months yeah. about it like yeah, and 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 again, I think, I think the, fact, the fact that I'm a little bit older now as well makes mm-hmm. makes more hungry for it because I realise my time left isn't as long as I thought. You know, before this happened, it just just kind of stole eighteen months from me, and so yeah, I just want to try and make up for that lost time. And um, I've been really lucky, you know, I, as well. I'm not going to lie, I've been really lucky, and and some really great companies have took a bit of a chance on me. And uh, so far, I haven't let them down, and I, I don't mm. intend to. So, so what I will say is, what's next for me is, is just continue to ride the wave, and, and let's see, let's see how far I can go. But I, I have, you know, I, I don't want to be overconfident, but I, I believe I can offer something to British wrestling. Certainly, certainly in the northwest, I. I think I have something individual and unique just to me, and that's just just the boxing career in its, on itself. But you know, I've always had a great work ethic in everything I've done, and and wrestling I do take just as serious as I did my boxing. I really do, yeah. and uh, yeah, I, I want I want to be successful at it. So so yeah, I I don't want to put a cap on how far I can go, or or, or, or say you know that that I won't go anywhere either. You know, I, I I'm not sure. I'm I'm really not sure. But what I will tell you is 100%, I will give it everything I've got until the, the wave starts to teeter off anyway. Ah, sweet, man. I, I, I know, like, the, the sky's the limit for you, mate. You, like, that, that's why I can brag in a few years as well. I, mean, I can brag already now. Which yeah. is quite, I'm happy to have you on already. But, you know, <laughs> extra brag, yeah. which is yeah, cool, yeah. Man. Hey, listen, if you want to brag for me, man, man. I, I love a man who brags for me. So, yeah, if you want to do that, that's, that's up to you. Completely up to I you. I definitely will, man. Honestly, it's great. I've been bragging to my mates well, like, the, uh, the boxing fans I've got and ones that actually do it. I was like, look, I know you guys aren't yeah. interested in that much, but just listen to my next guest, someone who has actually transitioned yeah. from boxing to wrestling and understand, like, 
what it is to also be a wrestling fan and a wrestler, not just boxing, and yeah. see if you give it an, yeah. you know, a chance as well. So I'm really glad to have you on. I've got yeah. one last question. I was going to do something boring, like what's, your, what's your favourite match or what's your favourite opponent or boxing opponent? So I'm going to do something different. So I'm going to ask you, if you can have a six-man tag match, we're not going to worry about the opponents for now, but you have to get the win. You can choose one dream tag team partner from wrestling and one other uh, let me try it again. One other dream tag team partner from boxing. So you need one boxer and one wrestler in your team. Oh, Who to pick? Okay. Okay. Uh, God, it's tough. Uh, it can be past favorite, or present. My favorite, favorite wrestler ever was was Stone Cold Steve Austin. He was my favorite. You know, I was a big, I was a huge Shawn Michaels fan as well. Yeah. But but, but Stone Cold Steve Austin was was my guy growing up, definitely. So Stone Cold. Just, just to meet him would be great, but to team with him would be unbelievable. So yeah, he's going in, and then boxing wise, who who would I have? Um, my, my favorite boxer, as I said to you before, was Evander. I was a big, huge Evander Olafield fan. But for this match, just for the sort of um, storyline purposes, I would have Mike Tyson because they have they them two have had a history in the past, and I just think it would have been great for them to have done something more than just the brawl that they had in the ring. I think it'd have been great for them to have to kind of continue that a little bit. So yeah, uh, the definitely I'd have Mike Tyson and Stone Cold Steve Austin. I love it, man. And you gave us some thought as well. That's great. I like I just like to And if I did if, if I did have them, if I did have them, I'd have very little to do in the match because I'd just stand back <laughs> signing pictures on the ring side. I'd I would I'd just I'd just stand back and let them get on with it because the chances are they don't need me anyway. But yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> Yeah, but definitely, that'd be great. That would be great. I'm going to put you on the spot then. One extra question. What would you name Go the on. team? What would you name them? Well, what would you name yourselves? Because obviously you're in the team. You're the captain. Oh, um, <laughs> cold Iron. There you go. That's not bad, is it? Cold Iron. <laughs> cold Iron. I might Stone, do a fight shop, uh, actually. Stone Cold. There you go. Stone Cold and Iron Mike. We'll call them Cold nice. Iron. So this is the Ultimate Trio's of R.P. Davis, R.P.D., not yeah. R.V.D. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Stone no, Cold, no. or as Mike Tyson once oh. says, Goldstone. <laughs> yes. And Goldstone. Mike Tyson would be the tag team. And Cold Iron. Love it. I might do a fight. Cold Iron. Cold okay. Iron. I might just use, like, the Iron Brew font or something. But... <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. <laughs> oh, that's sweet, yeah. man. And I've definitely jumped on the RVD thing as well. The hundred percent. I have. To, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. You know, it's the easiest chant in the world. And now, now, or when I go anywhere, as soon as anyone starts saying RVD, it just goes off like a firecracker. And it so is great, it's the yeah. easiest chant. For it. It's an easiest chant on planet Earth, and it always works. So yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with it. I'm gonna stick with it definitely. But well, I, I didn't want to say it in the interview just to keep. <laughs> Because <laughs> I start away, I trip yeah. over my words. Oh, no, you know, I don't mind. I, I don't mind. I, I will. I will. I will. One hundred percent take credit for for stealing Rob Van Dam's little uh, chant. Yeah, I'll take it definitely. Oh, I love it, man. I want to thank you for coming on today, mate. It's been a blast. We've had a good chat. Talk about boxing, your career, the future, your dream tag team, the trios, uh, Cold Iron. Yeah. I love it. Where can the listeners and the fans find you on social media? Um, on Twitter, I think I'm RPD Fighter at RPD, uh, yeah, RPD Fighter. Um, on Instagram, I'm RP Davis, and on Facebook, I've got a page as well on there, RP Davis again. So if you want to look out for me, that, that'd be great. And uh, if you're ever in around my area and you see one of my shows, I'd love you to come down and watch. 
and hopefully I can uh, welcome you aboard the Team RPD bandwagon, which I, I try and get everybody involved in. RP. Damn That's man. the one. <laughs> That's the one. You're part of it now, George. You're in. Damn right, You're man. Damn it. <laughs> I'll be at the family show in the front row. RP. You're representing. <laughs> You're representing. I'm sending T-shirts. I'm sending them a lot. You're getting all of it. Love it, man. I'll, I'll wear my t-shirt. I'll happily do it. Um, Free is my favourite number. But no, thank you for coming on. It's been a blast. For everyone that's listened to this episode, there will be more What Do You Call It podcast coming out soon. But for now, oh. as it's only Thursday, I want everyone to have a lovely Friday and a brilliant weekend. Take care. The following podcast is brought to you by the Jonas Podcasting Network, found exclusively at wrestlingwithjonas.com.